All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of a hundred books a year with Kevin. Today, I probably will wrap up the、uh, discussion on the psychology of money.、Uh, I want to finish on one of my most profound takeaway message from the book, and、um, it's in the earlier part of the book.、Um, I feel like the towards the end of the book is kind of. Having a little bit of a trouble getting myself to,、uh, you know, to spike my interest up, but this is one of the things that I feel like are really interesting. So, there is a difference between building wealth, get uh, gathering wealth, and being rich, right? So, if you're not clear on the differences today, we're going to talk about that, right? And I didn't really realize, I didn't really think about this kind of.、Uh, Dilemma, right? Like, what is the most difference between being rich and being wealthy, right? And Morgan pre-、uh, pretty much said that the book's author says that money has many ironies, right? And you do see riches a lot, but you don't see wealth that much, right? So here's what he means, right? So. Let's say I go on the road, and I actually been seeing this a little bit in the Draper in a pretty wealthy area in Utah. Um, same thing in Beijing. Like I saw a couple、uh, Lamborghinis or、uh, a Ferrari. Right, I actually saw a Ferrari on Beijing. I stuck in the traffic, and it's really making really loud noises. Right, so let's say you know you see a Ferrari in you know, like a, a on a certain street. Right, the driver of that far. Ferrari, what do they want? Right, they want to draw attentions from other. They want people to see, hey, I got Ferrari. Right, they want people to see, hey, here's my gigantic house. They want people to see, hey, here's my Gucci bag or whatever that is. Right, um, so someone who has a Ferrari might be wealthy. It's not a guarantee. But the only thing that is certain, I love this one, right? The only thing is certain is that they are a hundred k less wealthy than, you know, compared to before they buy the car, right? I and 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 that is actually what got me thinking is that yeah, that's true because most people on like driving on the street they don't own their cars, right? They they are paying car payments on it, so they're just using the car and then they're paying on it. They don't own it. So it doesn't mean mean that they're wealthy, right? And、uh, me and my friend Ryan this morning we were talking about this, right? Like one of his friends drive a Mercedes, and then even a blinker like off a Mer Mercedes kind of like did not work, and then the you know when you go gonna go and replace that, that's like a thousand bucks, right? So you're buying the brand, you're buying the idea. Like how much can a you know like a blinker cost? I. I remember on my old Honda that like the uh right bring uh blinker will be going off and that cost me like eighty bucks to replace or something. I thought that was like a rip off. I thought that was like the most expensive thing on a car ever. But, um, yeah, it is what it is what it is, right? So, we tend to judge wealth according to Morgan by what we see, but that is the biggest miscon、uh, misconception is that. People don't see what wealth actually means, right? People don't see what is your saving strategy. 
people don't see what is your investment portfolio. People don't see what's your long-term uh, investment aspects. What people does see, okay, you drive a Mercedes. Okay, cool. You you must be rich. Oh, you drive a you drive a Lamborghini. Okay, cool. You must be rich. But seeing somebody driving a Lamborghini, it just one thing is for certain is that they're a hundred k or however many uh, thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, is that's a Lambo cost? But seeing that. The one thing that you know for sure, okay, so first of all, we don't know if the person drives actually own a car outright. Maybe it's a lease. Maybe um, assuming that they own it, the one thing that we can know for sure is that that person is out of whatever hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Either in debt or he's already spent it. So when people say, this is the funniest part too, I think this is really interesting. When people say, I like to be a millionaire, what people actually means is not I want to possess a millions of dollars. It means I want to spend a million bucks, right? Like right now, my current my current spending level is I don't know whatever forty grand a year. I want to get to a point where I can double my spending. I can get the biggest house. I can get the biggest car. I can get the you know twenty five Gucci bags, Coach bags, or LV bags. That's what they mean. They don't mean that I want to possess, I want to have, I want to have access to a million bucks. They say, I want to spend a million bucks on myself, right? That's what it actually means. So there is a famous investor called Bill Mann, uh, the name. Um, he said that there's no faster way to feel rich than to spend lots of money on really nice things. That's absolutely true. You will feel that you are rich. You will feel like a million bucks. You will feel like you are actually rich. But the way to be rich is to spend the money you have and not to spend the money that you don't have. Right? Let me repeat that. The way that you to be rich, to be wealthy, is to only spend the money you have and not to spend the money you don't have. Right, meaning car loans, meaning uh, car payment, or meaning the house mortgage for a big house, right? So when whenever people say, oh yeah, that, that person is driving a big house, uh, driving a big house, it's actually dri- uh, driving a big car or, li- or I live in a big house, you know that they are, are, they are, they are uh, you know, spending the money that they don't have, right? So I think that is the biggest misconception between the difference between wealth and rich, is that rich is a current income, right? Like being rich is, okay, with my current income, I can afford the car payment to a Ferrari. That means you're doing pretty well, right? Like, but, but, but somebody driving a Ferrari, that means they're rich, it doesn't mean that they're wealthy because they, sure, they need a certain income to sustain a car payment, but you know, they buy a big home with a you know, mortgage, they need a, cert- a certain income to sustain that, but the thing is, is that's what everybody sees, right? Like rich is showing to you, but wealth is hidden, right? The wealth is income not spent. The wealth is the wealth is have, you know, um, have some kind of a self discipline to not spend the money, right? Like wealth is giving you options and catalog and different decision trees, wealth is growth, wealth is long-term growth, wealth is flexible enough to choose a certain things, right? Do I want to 
let's say I fly by from, you know, it's not going to happen from here, but like, you know, it's actually uh, going to happen, you know, when I think about it, right? Like say my parents are coming from China to the USA, okay? Well, it says have the ability to upgrade them, right? From a coach to first class, right? That is wealth, right? Like wealth is, you know, after a big exercise, not demanding, uh, you know, steak and, you know, a big meal, but be disciplined, right? Make sure that you actually lost the calorie. Wealth is to have that type of, of a mindset of ferocious discipline that can make sure that you ensure that long-term you have options, right? And self-control and staying wealthy is really, really hard, right? Getting rich is easy, right? Like uh, anybody can get lucky and, and you know, become rich in a second maybe in a day or two but the thing is is that our society only sees riches not the wealth and building wealth by definition is a background work it's hidden you are not going to see my investment portfolio you're not going to see my savings and if i drive a moderate car then you know what's the like you just cannot see me like you just cannot really, you know, see the dollar signs, you know, like drooping out of my pores, you know, like when you're talking to me, right? So that is my biggest takeaway from this entire book is actually the difference between being wealthy and being rich and why we are looking at wealth as a thing that is hard to find, that is hidden and riches are just being displayed all over the place, right? And from the time we talked about it yesterday right like getting wealthy and staying wealthy right that survival mentality i think are cool tool and like i was saying you know a couple of days ago when we started this book is that i'm not here to discuss you know get rich quick situation i'm not here to to like discuss whether tesla is a bubble or whether uh what is the next uh, hottest like the bio uh you know biomedical industry stock no i'm here to share my thoughts on the psychological ideas of wealth right like what is the difference like what kind of a behavior can we include and if you listen to my podcast right with summer from before right, on the rdr show um you know like this is what i'm entirely about is that i truly believe that everybody can be wealthy right if you make the right move if you have the enough you know a discipline if you are doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing, that's it. You you don't need to go to Ivy League. You know, go to, you know, Wharton or you know, graduated from a from a, you know, Ivy League school to be wealthy, right? It takes discipline and it takes consistency over long periods of time. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this book as much as I do. Highly recommend it. And uh, tomorrow we're gonna talk about something entirely different. So uh, stay tuned. All right, guys, feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars. Leave a comment with, with a five-star comment, and then we'll go from there. Bye.